Welcome back to Batting Around. It's Batting Around. It's a baseball podcast. I'm your co-host, Jane Austen. With me, as always, is Lauren. Je suis Lauren. Je suis Lauren. We are all Lauren. <laughs> Welcome back, Lauren and Steven. Yo. Yo. Uh, and we have, not only is Lauren returning, but we have another returning guest here. Sports Illustrated's Emma Bachelieri. Hey, how's it going, Emma? Welcome back. It's going good. It's very good to be back. Third time oh, yeah. now, I think, right? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my it's like god. a special you're, club. You're yeah. climbing up the ranks. <laughs> We've got some baseball stuff to talk about. And I want to start though. I know where we are a little late on this. <laughs> we're like three weeks late on this. Uh, but Emma, you had a great article in Sports Illustrated. The new and improved home run celebration is a team sport. If people have been watching baseball this year, maybe not only notice the changes with like the pitch clock, the bigger base, all of that stuff. But every team seems to have their own celebration now. The Mariners with their trident and 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 all that sort of stuff. Where where why why is everybody doing this all of a sudden? <laughs> like where where did where did this come from? Is it just like 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 when children see something and they need it too? <laughs> what is what's going on here? Okay, it's really funny to me that I think it is exactly that. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just like the ultimate copycat sport deal of just like oh like they have a fun thing we want a fun thing. I only talked to I think four or five teams while doing this, which. I guess I didn't say only like that's a fair amount, but because it feels like almost all 30 of them have something now, it, you know, yeah. each team has their their own deal of how they got to it. But I had thought like, oh, like, are there going to be some cool creative stories of how they figured it out? Like what exactly they wanted to do, what kind of prop, how they wanted to make a whole celebration out of it. But for the most part, most of them are like, oh, like we saw that other teams were doing it and we really felt like we had to do something as soon as possible to just <laughs> get in on the fun, which is cute because it's very childlike in a way that's very sweet yeah i like that as an alternative to the what i assumed was the very cynical marketing pr person who passes down the memo you know re 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 dodgers do this we have to do this kind of thing i like that it's just the, the guys in the field feeling themselves a little bit creatively we need more of that yeah and it's cool that as far as i can tell at least all of the teams i talked to but i haven't heard of any others for whom this isn't the case it's not just the players thinking of it, but the players actually buying these props, like mostly off of Amazon and realizing like, oh, like this actually really works or like this one is is not the vibe. Like the the Reds, theirs was from uh, Louis Sessa, who since has been moved to the Rockies, I think. Um, he knew they wanted to do this Viking themed deal. Oh, right. Yeah. And it was like too heavy. Yeah. Yeah. He got like a legit metal helmet with like a face plate and they were like practicing with it in spring training. Like, this is sick like it looks just like a, a legit viking <laughs> helmet and then we're like mm, like that is a lot of intense metal to be throwing around people's faces like maybe let's try plastic so yeah it's just like very cute and charming that it really does all seem pretty organic and team generated just all of these guys thinking of like what would be a cool thing to do and we hit a home run and then actually buying the supplies themselves off of like Amazon. Absolutely. If he if he did buy the the helmet though, the one they're currently using, that's like a workplace accommodate. Like he should be able to take that with him when he when he gets traded. Like you gotta put <laughs> that's why you put put your sticker on anything you bring into the office with property of name on it. Oh, is IT's just gonna take it. They're just gonna well, take it, give it to the next person. You gotta be gotta be on top of that. Yeah, it's like how the Red Sox you mentioned the Red Sox, they retired their uh laundry cart one after uh Plecky was 
got off of the team. So like, yeah, that makes very, sense. Yeah, it's yeah. very smartly avoiding a confrontation yeah. with HR. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> got to be respectful. Like that's his intellectual property. The idea of riding in the laundry card cannot keep it going without him. <laughs> Do the teams have a non-compete clause? Like if you came up with a home run <laughs> celebration somewhere and you trade it, you can't come up with another one somewhere else. That'll be now that they're like such a trend, that'll be the next wave yeah. of like formally <laughs> well, yeah. copywriting. They're going to do this every year now. And eventually someone's going to like, come, like people are going to forget the first wave of them. They're going to do them again. And we can finally get litigious with it. It's going to be great. I don't think it's going to come in the form of like a subpoena, though. I think it's just going to be like a folded up piece of notebook paper that says stop copying me. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a paper airplane just like yeah, flown yeah, into yeah, the yeah, dugout. Yeah. <laughs> do we know who the the one who started the trend was? Like, who's the trendsetter? Who's patient zero for this? Okay, so it depends on how you want to define it. Because if you're doing just like a choreographed group celebration, I think the answer might be the Astros bobsled thing. Give us a different Um, answer, please. Okay, exactly. (laughs) Right. Like, it's an annoying answer, but also they didn't use a prop. Like, they all pretended to be in the the little bobsled guys that they, well, there was no item. I know that two years ago or something, the Phillies were doing like a giant sun hat like after home runs and there's this one picture of brad miller wearing like three of them because he hit three home runs and he's just like in the dugout with three giant hats on and like is that does that count it's it's just kind of like a hat though and i know like other teams do like what is the blue jays did like a jacket yeah the blue jays had the jacket last year Mm. um i think there you hit on something with the hats like i feel like there was a whole hat based subgenre here of mm. like the angels had the <laughs> cowboy hat hat based subgenre <laughs> <laughs> like it's cool it's something but it's not like this is a whole mm-hmm. deal it's like home okay. run celebrations comma hat like yeah. <laughs> not a full ritual yet yeah right. yeah also yeah, it's yeah. like you you're, you're already wearing a hat this is just a, a sillier <laughs> different hat like no. we're still within the realm of the uniform so yeah i think there's probably the hat genre like three years ago two years ago you had the Phillies, you had the Angels, you're right with the Blue Jays jacket. I think the Blue Jays jacket and the Red Sox laundry cart were the first forays out of it of just hats. And yeah, I feel like it's really just this year that it's been like explosive with, um, you know, everyone getting really elaborate ones. I also like, I think this is starting to percolate outside of MLB a little bit. And I really like that. I'm sure we've all heard the latest story. This is from two days ago, but an East Carolina University baseball player suspended because uh after a guy came in from a home run uh he gave him a sandwich and he took a bite of the sandwich we all see this <laughs> no this is great yeah this is uh east, east carolina university two days ago look this up this is great uh there's a clip people thought it was a hot dog at first but apparently it was some other kind of sandwich and we're not going to do that discourse no but yeah he was like on his way into the dugout and he took a took a big bite of the sandwich someone offered him, and they suspended him because the college baseball is apparently still a no fun zone. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Was there a specific rule they accused him of violating? Um, I don't recall if there was. The NCAA specific... does not allow props on the field. Okay. Yeah. He was technically on the field. That's probably where the, the problem was, mm-hmm. but I like this evolution of bringing in snack foods. I think there's a lot of potential here with like uh sunflower seed shenanigans that oh, we yeah. can get to oh, next yeah. year. Okay. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. to, derail us too much here but i have this is all derails all the way down (laughs) speaking of snacks and and sunflower seeds you know how like occasionally you'll see a guy on the field eating some seeds like he has them in his back pocket and he takes them out Mm -hmm. i'd like to know 
how far you can push the boundaries of a snack that you put in your pocket that you take on the field that like, I'm sure you could do like a a half step away from seeds. Like, I don't know. Could you do chips? Or like peanuts, I'm sure would be fine. So Twizzlers. But yeah, could you get, could you get like some hoes in there though? That's like, (laughs) that's a gray area. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you want anything you can squish. Jerky like, would probably be fine. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They probably do that. Yeah. Just like yeah, a yeah. Slim Jim huh. up the leg leg pants. <laughs> when they're putting the sunflower seeds in their pockets, do they have them in like a little bag? Or are they just getting like soaked with like their thigh sweat and stuff? Because that's disgusting. Like sunflower seeds get like soft. You know, you want I think it, I've you... seen both. Yeah. I've seen guys yeah. say they have like a pocket full of sunflower seeds. And I've seen guys with the baggie in them. You can see them in spring training, especially. Like, you know, if you put too many sunflower seeds in your mouth, by the time you get to the end of it, they're like gross. They're like really soft. You can't quite crack them with your teeth and stuff. Yeah. I, I can't crack I a sunflower with my teeth, so I don't know. Really? Oh. Never, never able to do it. Huh. This is huh. why I do shell on peanuts. Spike thing instead. I love the shell on peanuts though. If if it's already you're starting that process early and you're doing it with with your own sweat, like that's disgusting. Mm. I don't know. Base, I mean, baseball players aren't known for being sanitary, I guess. But like, yeah, I mean, one yeah. of the celebrations here is like mimicking the crudest uh, baseball cut drinking celebration of all time. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we shouldn't we, we should allow them to be a little day class A, I think. Yeah, I guess. Also, I guess. you were the one advocating for eating popcorn out of the trash can two weeks ago. Don't think I forgot. <laughs> OK, all right. No, but like, OK, but the popcorn isn't like getting wet. The popcorn isn't any worse tasting like the experience isn't any worse besides that you're eating it out of a trash yeah, can. If, they're eating, if it's like a 60 degree <laughs> ball game in Minnesota or whatever you know yeah they're not sweating that much you're running around you're gonna be sweating still somewhat eh, i don't know whatever if you're on the base pass i think you are you're out still on the sun too whatever whatever okay <laughs> moving i don't want def- to be interrogated about this anymore <laughs> uh the sunflower seeds in the pockets gross i don't need to i don't need to defend that point any further i will say there are definitely teams i've seen that in the dugout they have like the individual little packages like rather than yeah. just baggy mm-hmm. yeah which is funny because seeing like 30 of them together, it's like it's for a first grade class or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> there Get some orange the slices day, out there. Yeah. yeah. There is precedent for it just being in the package, which I agree is okay. much, 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 much less gross. You know, I yeah. bet they could get away with to your point about like the what's the fine line. Kind bars now have the little mini snack bars that are like an, oh. like a half inch long. I think you get like get away with one of those. That's like that would be like an actual nutritive snack. That's a full on. That's not like a grazing food. That is a proper snack. I think they can get a sandwich out there, like a PB and J or something. Something like I'd like compact. to see it yeah. in the in the bag, like yeah. in the sandwich yeah, yeah. bag in your pocket. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's like Ziploc from home. Yeah, yeah. yeah the minor the, the guys just pulled up from the minor leagues aren't making that much money. Yeah, yeah. That's what happened with Kurt Schilling. Really, extremely. I, I, <laughs> oh Jesus God. <laughs> No, uh, allow me to drop a little bit of insane uh, Stephen lore. When I was a kid, I would like intentionally crush my PB and J sandwiches because I liked I liked when the jelly would kind of like soak into the top layer of the bread. Sure. And I would like eat it kind of like a disc. This is so not a story you could bring to the I was a weird kid table. Yeah. For anecdotes. I'm sorry. That's that's a cute that's story. Not it's not that weird. Oh. Um, no, I don't know. It's a weird. little weird. I was actually always really defensive of my sandwich not getting squished. And if it got specifically a PB and J, I didn't mind it so much with like a turkey mm-hmm. sandwich. But when a PB and J gets squished, I like I don't like the jelly soaking into the bread like that. Mm. And yeah, as a kid, I was very deliberate of like I had to make sure it was the last thing I put in my lunchbox because I couldn't have anything on top of it. So I don't think it's a weird. I had no idea story. this was a spectrum. 
I didn't, yeah. I didn't think this is something we could like put people on like a left or right, like, <laughs> like timeline on in terms of like, we could do a whole political access here, access, access here where, where like the, the horizontal can be squishiness. Vertical can be like maybe peanut butter crunchiness mm-hmm. and we can just mm-hmm. chart everybody on there. And it's a whole, it, it explains all of our politics and personal personalities and everything. <laughs> I was yeah. a smooth, I was a smooth peanut butter guy. You would be, you would be. Yeah. I, yeah. Crunchy for life. I, I had the difficult experience of growing up a crunchy peanut butter kid in a smooth peanut butter household. So oh, we no. never bought it because I was the only one. Yeah. So it was really, really hard to, to be in that environment. I like them both, but definitely prefer smooth. Depends on what it's for, but like, mm. I think overall, overall smooth, skippy peanut butter. My sister is a smooth peanut butter person. It's the thing we disagree about more than almost anything else in the world. <laughs> <laughs> that would be where the, the Melly Lauren divide is. <laughs> it's like the Sino-Soviet split, but it's on peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just to, to bring it back to our earlier anecdote, apparently it was a peanut butter and jelly sandwich that the kid ate on the field. Okay, great. Oh, nice. I'm, uh, I'm glad we got, we came around to that. Good, good, good. We are so good at. You guys don't have RSS feed set up for like a sandwich and baseball related hot, you know like, what? keywords? No, like... <laughs> actually, shockingly. I would, I would have been getting angry DMs and emails being like, it was a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, you fucking idiot. Like I would have been getting those for, <laughs> for like at least a week. Okay, but back to the celebrations for a second. I don't want to be Uh-oh. a hater, but I don't like uh. most of them. I think that they're, I don't know. I think that I'm glad they're having fun and everything. But I the, think like the really good ones are great. Yeah, the really good ones are great. But like, I think, I, I think you got to earn it somewhat. Though, it is. Too. The Minnesota Twins, I love them to death. And I even think their land ascent 10,000 rakes thing is cute. But that <laughs> offense is bad. <laughs> like they what what do they have to celebrate? Like I mean I guess it's like man there's not much to celebrate then uh we might as well have some fun and take advantage of it. Like with the you know the athletics fine you have your whole cans. I think that that one's pretty dumb, but I don't know. I I want it to be I want I think I like these when they're a little more organic. I I I like the Phillies because the one because it does feel organic and it actually it feels phoned in. Like it's just like oh they do a thumbs up sign and then someone just got like a golden thumbs up hand that they like hang out with and it's just like yeah there's not much there's not much to really celebrate here so uh we're just (laughs) sure but like why do the royals have the have the helmet from gladiator i don't get that that doesn't i don't don't get it i don't get it at all i don't like it i i am curious i want to track the saddest home run to get a celebration this year like because there's going to be one in like august in the seventh inning in like kansas city or cincinnati Mm -hmm. where it's like you're already losing by like four and you still do this because like you're still in it but you're not really in it and so you can't totally do away with it i I want to find the single saddest home run god bless that gets hell yeah oh absolutely absolutely and yeah Uh, our team's not doing them when they're down like 20 i haven't like followed everything do they do they not do them if they're like really getting the, if it's like a 20 something blowout i've seen them forgo mm. it in big blowouts I, I guess i'd like to figure out where exactly the line is like that's a good question like yeah when are you so out of it that it feels like it's an em- embarrassing to celebrate getting back in it maybe that's mm-hmm. a fine line this sounds like a psycho saber metric it might be we might have to invite you back on for the psycho saber once we do the math <laughs> on this and figure out i guess like we, we can like bring in ballpark factors somehow to calculate <laughs> the officially crappiest home run that got a celebration that'd be interesting um i think some a's one in yeah August, i think yeah. like every 
every A's one is. What is the A's of? I don't. I don't remember what the A's uh, celebration is. But it that sucks. It, it should. Sucks. It should. It should be a slot machine. It should start doing a slot machine. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. Oh, just really lean into it. That would be pretty funny. That'd be better than a toy that was really popular, like almost twenty years ago. Like Hulk hands came out like when we were in high school. Like they've been around like around forever. I guess yeah. yeah, for all the players that would be when they were like like preteen, like really yeah. young. That would have been yeah. the most exciting thing ever when they were like four. <laughs> the pirates have the best one. It's the pirates one is good. Just the it sword. is a cheap it's, little plastic sword. It's, it's a cheap little plastic sword, which means like it's not trying too hard. Exactly. But I like that it's... better than like the Mariners who went out and bought a full fucking metal. I do uh, love the fucking trident. <laughs> trident. I do love the trident. And they have a, and their one trident was too big, and they had to get a smaller trident for the road. That's even that's... funnier. <laughs> no, I think, funny. <laughs> I think that's even worse. <laughs> like... But the, the pirates one, I do think they get a point, as you mentioned in your article, that like it was it was like a fan related thing. I think you do yeah. get a point if it's the team incorporates yeah. the fan a that, fa like a fan gift that's the thing yeah. that really hits it for me like it's it's the perfect amount of like effort put into it and also it's thematically appropriate for their team mm -hmm. and it was it was given to them by a fan yeah uh known as the pirate queen banshee love that her and teams her... have like one fan like that and it's, it's just like that that fucking rules i'm sorry i I hate to give the city of Pittsburgh any kudos. You know it pains me, but like <laughs> that fucking rocks. And mm -hmm. you know what? Pirates have a lot to celebrate this year. Yeah, I actually so I went to Pittsburgh for this and you know talked to some of the players, but then when it came time to talk to the fan who had like been briefly mentioned in like an MLB.com blurb, I went to ask PR because I thought you know maybe it's like oh it's like a cute story you want to lean into this like can you help me find the fan and they were like oh you know like it, it's fine if you want to talk to them but we're not doing anything official with them it's not like officially sanctioned like you know feel free to try to find them but like no, <laughs> yeah. no extra connection first I was like like damn it like that's annoying like how am I going to find one individual fan then felt extremely stupid for wondering that because it is not that hard to find someone who comes in like full pirate regalia to every <laughs> mm -hmm. single game. Mm -hmm. so the first game, it was like a Thursday and they were playing the Reds and it was like, oh, like how am I going to find them? It's like, oh, there's like 8,000 people here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one of them Her... was dressed as a pirate. Her thing isn't wearing um, the old like pillbox hat. It's a little easier than trying to track one of those down. <laughs> right, exactly. Like it was like, I mean, legit like a corset, like full dress big pirate hat giant flag um extremely easy to find and very nice to talk to um <laughs> and with the very good tidbit that i was excited to get that while they've been bringing the sword as part of their pirate gear to games for like nine years they actually originally bought the sword for ren fair oh, that's oh cool. my um, god yeah. that's so good i'm looking at her twitter right now don't check her likes don't check her likes don't I'm not, check her no, likes. no 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 <laughs> No, I'm not doing that. It, I mean, it seems to be pretty much all Pittsburgh Pirates related stuff. So, so far, so good. But like, uh, yeah, you can tell it's a, this is somebody who likes going to the Ren Fair. And I do not say that in a derogatory way. <laughs> like, this is, this, is, this is a Ren. It may sound like that, uh, but it's not. I am I am not one of those people, but I am I am enough. I am few enough degrees separated from those people mm -hmm. that I would not dare cross them. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it wouldn't be accurate to say they have shooters, but but Red Fair people have archers. <laughs> How 
how okay how does how does everyone here feel about have you all been to a ren fair before a couple times yeah no okay. i want really to you know what i'd like about ren fair that no Maryland that a lot good. of people seems to hate is the uh people that go there dressed as star trek characters like they're like uh, like oh i got transported to the <laughs> that's an incredibly the good fan, I've, uh, I've had extensive conversations with ren fair people about this and yeah. they i think dislike the star trek people when they take it too far but generally sure. they appreciate anyone who's like there to like engage with yeah. the costumes and, i think like, like a guy walking along. around yeah a guy walking around with a scanner i think is very funny like it, actually scanning bit. stuff that's a good bit like it's very funny it's also the problem of like pe people only own most people only own one costume, and if you mm -hmm. want to go to like a costume thing, if if your costume is Star Trek, it's probably gonna have to be Star Trek. It is. That's a good one costume to have. If yeah. you're gonna have one, yeah, absolutely. I'm curious if we can come up with what makes some some broad principles. Like if if you were you know drafting for next year's home run celebration event, some of the criteria that I think make for a good one include fan prop. That's one. I think having multiple like levels of celebration, like you're building up to the home run, like the, the, like the Orioles, Orioles have with like, yeah. I think it's the doubles when they spit onto the field, like their sprinklers. There's, I like the idea of like levels to it. That's another one where I think is yeah. a good criteria that makes a good one. What are some other broad principles we can think of that? Like if you were like writing one of these down on like your think pad for next season to plot out what you were going to do. I think the team has to have good vibes to start with. I think a team running on bad vibes and then forcing a home run celebration is like the, the worst thing that, well, how that else could happen. You, how else do you turn the vibes around than a good home run celebration? That's a fair point. I mean, it's a fair point, but I mean, like the, the White Sox don't have one as far as I, as I know. Uh, like, I don't think they have one yet, but like, oh, thank God they don't, <laughs> you know? Performance needs, needs to be a key component. Like, yeah. you can't just... Yeah, you know, like like with the Phillies, you can't just like throw your thumb up out and like that's that. Like the yeah. the people with the cutlass, they like they get into it, wave it around, yeah. they get into it, and then or the like the sprinkler thing that they do is like a synchronized mm -hmm. spitting. Uh, it needs to be there needs to be like a level of it needs to be active, not passive. Okay, I was wrong. There, the White Sox do have one. They have a a big black duster jacket and a fedora. Oh, because it's like great. a Chicago it, crime. Yeah, thing. yeah, okay. Uh, I think that's incredibly it, weak. That sucks. Needs it, it, <laughs> You know what? They need a cigar. If they didn't yeah. have the cigar, without the cigar, <laughs> it, there's just it's just it's incomplete. Yeah. Probably can't do a cigar. There's probably like tobacco yeah. related on field cigar. You gotta get. You'd have to find like a, like a 39 year old player who's like still from the like pre like chewing tobacco exemption get years. Blue bubble gum <laughs> cigar for like the congratulations. Like you're having a baby. <laughs> yeah. I think also Stephen mentioned earlier the with the pirates tying into the team identity. I think mm -hmm. something that like actually goes back to what the team is or what the city is. I think you can go yeah. both ways. But yeah. like there are some good ones that just come out of nowhere. Like I really like the Orioles one and technically there's no like connective tissue between sprinklers or beer bongs and Orioles as creatures. My my, um, my, my Baltimore house party friends would disagree. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like I, it's possible to have a good one without that connection. But I think that really does make it when it's like, oh, yes, this clearly makes sense. Absolutely. Another thing I know, Jane, you're not a fan, but another reason why I love the Trident. It's like, oh, yeah, it's like literally in the logo. Yeah, sure, sure. sure I have sure. another one, too, I think. I really like it when they're like, it's like a like a bringing a guy in kind of thing. Like mm, with um, yeah. Masataka Yoshida 
His nickname is Macho Man. So they do the uh, like the pumping iron curls. I really like Shohei getting to bring in the samurai helmet. I like it like it's like the new guy on the team or like this it's the guy who's become a superstar on the team. I like when it's kind of like, yeah, we like that. You know, it's, this guy's our buddy. We're bringing, you know, it's a little bit like DEI office orientation, but that's a factor I enjoy. It's not like, you know, condescending, like calling him a mascot, but it's just kind of like, this is like our like representation yeah. this mm-hmm. year. You know, it's kind of just the foot we're putting forward. Sure. We think you're a cool dude and we're happy you're here. Sure. But speaking of that one, that wearing that samurai helmet, it's got to be miserable. That thing looks heavy as hell. Yeah, they didn't they didn't get the same memo that the Reds did. No, <laughs> no. no. The Angels don't, don't so. have like people who are worried about that, about player health that much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That would that's uh they're not at the level, level of player development yet where they're like putting this much strain on his neck might be bad. Yeah. That's actually somewhat related. The first time I'd thought about anything related to these was last year with the Blue Jays home run jacket. I really wanted to know, does it ever get washed? Ooh. Because like you're only wearing it, yeah, like you only wear it for like 30 seconds, but you're wearing it when you're super sweaty it's and the gross. Same problem with the sunflower seeds. And it's, and it's in like yeah. a dusty dugout. Yeah. yeah. Should you wash it? Does washing it remove the bad right. luck, the good luck? We right. would need to. It's got to be. It would got. It had to fall on a clubby, right? So I did. Fi- I didn't actually try to report this out, but I did take one step towards it, and I found out they had two jackets actually, and they mm. rotated them in and out. So that takes away the like lucky talisman idea okay, of like okay. we can't wash it. Yeah. Um, but were you actually washing one when not in use, or were you just <laughs> rotating them in and out so they? I mean, didn't ever get too gross. It can't be that hard to just throw it in with the other, all the other laundry that they're doing, right? Because they they're doing like, a lot of laundry. On a daily they're doing a lot too, of laundry. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I do hope someone's at least running a towel over the hats though, like just getting in there with a little spritzer or something or antibiotic and like a, a nice clean towel that'd be that'd be important to me that no one's getting sinus infections from these things but mm. yeah that does feel like a very uh bad baseball team type injury waiting to happen of like the entire team has lice because oh, of our no. <laughs> terrible oh, we talk yeah. about good team building and turn here in club chemistry like picking like the, the lice out of each other's hair like apes would not be a good... <laughs> that's a really good bonding exercise it's you know yeah it's communal grooming it's great one other detail from your article that i loved is the idea that baltimore's the rookies have to put on a talent show every year mm. that is yes very good they were so reticent to share that much about it it's apparently it's rookies and younger players the, and the best clue i have of where that cuts off is ryan mountcastle said this was the first year he was allowed to be a judge and didn't have to be a <laughs> participant so he's been around i'm gonna pull up his bref page to make sure i get it right a couple yeah. years okay now. yeah he, he, this is his fourth full season wow um yeah he's 26 that actually feels like a decent cutout, maybe 25 age-related sure. or yeah. three it's, it's years. Like your brain stops developing. You no longer have to put up with the mild, the mildest possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the, the, apparently they had this, and you can collaborate if you want. So they had this group of five that did okay. the sprinkler-themed dance. And I know Adley Rutschman was in the group. I'm not sure about yep. the others. I believe we've reported on this. Yeah, it's important, <laughs> though. Yeah. <laughs> I think that, I think that this, the theirs uh-huh. came from a talent show is makes me like it. Yeah, there's I yeah, like. that's there's is organic, I think. And that's a that's a funny, like quirky, funny story. Love it. That's that might great. be another factor in what makes a good one. Like if it's right. something that like that the actual really... guys on the team. Resume. Yeah, just put some right. effort into. Yeah, I like that's kind of a creative outlet for rather it, than too. like, you know, oh, we like the twins are like literally like we started a committee. 
<laughs> which like I, I i do think it's like kind of funny too mm-hmm. but like i don't know this is this is better this is a much better i always found it strange that like hockey does this thing with captains and it's like a thing in that sport and that just like to my understanding, that doesn't really happen in baseball, except for a few. Yeah, like, Yankees always yeah. like a few. Not always judges. Yeah, yeah, but it's just like there's no like designated captain of a team, and then, I don't know. I don't know where that thought was trying to take me. It's just like that'd be a good way. It to... would be a good way to like incentivize more like coming up with goofy, fun stuff like this. Maybe mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's also weird to me in that like it's so traditional of a culture in so many ways and like a formal team captain does seem like a very traditionalist sports thing to have yeah like it seems like there's always such a traditionally there's been such a strong hierarchy in a clubhouse anyways Mm -hmm. that like it's weird to me that baseball didn't develop around this like i never really thought about it but it makes sense now that you bring it up i bet it was probably some dude in the 70s who's like you know i'm the team captain they should probably pay me a little bit more money that is not a tradition we have yeah we're we're saving a bundle on little c's that we had to have to sew on too <laughs> yeah that's like i love the random ways that that kind of hierarchy still persists in some ways like mm-hmm. a small one is that like the ace on the road you get like the corner clubhouse oh, or corner yeah. locker sorry in the clubhouse the corner locker seeing which teams will give guys like two lockers sometimes you even have like you technically only have two but like there's a third empty one that you can kind of functionally <laughs> put your stuff in um like how many guys that get that kind of privilege uh like one thing is like rookies aren't supposed to sit on the couch which is a weird <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah just like little things like that it's funny to see where some of that has gotten preserved even as they've tried to be less like formally down on rookies and stuff absolutely that's the thing too like well all we have left are the cute ones the ones that were just like sit like or organized like low-level torture right <laughs> oh oh we can't we can't torture these guys we can't do homophobia like well, what the fuck are we supposed to do yeah <laughs> you can't sit in the couch we can't make you put on a dress we can't make you put on a dress yeah don't sit on the couch don't sit on the don't couch sit. Yeah, dance for our amusement. <laughs> that one's also really funny because most clubhouses now have like chairs that are functionally the same as the couch, uh-huh. like mm-hmm. really nice looking chairs. Mm-hmm. So you're still sitting in a pretty nice seat. It's just not the couch. You can't put your feet up though. <laughs> True. Uh, that'd actually be a great, sorry, that would be a great uh, home run celebration is you just wheel out like a, a nice massage chair and you get to sit down. <laughs> Some year, like a like a 37 year old player will suggest that and all the rookies are like, why would we do, what would be the point of, what yeah. would we get out of that? And they'd be like, you'll know someday. You'll yeah. know someday. <laughs> what, what if we went home and took our Mylanta and went to bed by eight o'clock? Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a great celebration to me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Do we have anything else we want to say about celebration stuff here? Any like, like really pressing thoughts? Do, do you have like <laughs> a favorite or like a yeah, one sure. that really stood out as like especially cool? I think I'm with Steven that the pirates are my favorite. Like I like that mm-hmm. it's simple, it's but it still has room to be individualized. Um, and you know, has a cool backstory of, of being from the run fair and these random fans mm-hmm. passing it on. And I will say in general, like I'm impressed that I find most of these actually kind of like it can so mm-hmm. easily be like toying and over the top and bad mm-hmm. and some of them are but for the most part i'm like i actually kind of enjoy these yeah. which i feel like it'd be very easy for the whole practice to have like tipped over the edge into not mm-hmm. that 
and, and be like and, easy to be yeah. cynical about yeah right yeah like i um uh, <laughs> i just said, think i just think that, that what i think here's my solution i think it should be like city connects where only a couple teams <laughs> get them a year i don't think everybody should have one every year okay okay i, I uh, do think i do think your point that gives me one final rule for what makes a good one based on both uh the mariners and the pirates it's pretty clear that a cool factor here is whether or not it's a weapon. Mm, oh sure. yeah. yeah. We probably can't get too risky with it, but like maybe a nerf gun would be okay. Yeah. I just like, like obviously like, you don't want a guy like swinging a flail around in there. That's obviously bad. Like but... give the give the give the rangers like a fucking six shooter. A toy like pistol, a little cap yeah. Gun. I mean, it's Texas. They could carry a real one into the ballpark. I'm pretty <laughs> yeah. sure yeah. they could just show up with like an AK-47, and that would be fine under <laughs> like every form of law. Yeah, it would be illegal to refuse them entry because of that. <laughs> there, yeah. <laughs> Actually, uh, though, automatic best celebration if you're just like fucking firing an AK into the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that like? The Simpsons when they go to the NRA meeting and he walks through the metal detector and it doesn't go off, so they <laughs> hand him a gun. It would be like that. Yeah. That that's all this abstraction from my great segue I had set up. So speaking of City Connects and yeah. Baltimore, Baltimore City Connects. Sound around. off in the Ooh, comments. We gotta folks. do yeah, up uh our little uniform corner w here. Will anyone bravely huh? defend these like at, at no. any level? No, I, I can't I stuck no. my neck out so hard for the fucking Rangers City Connects and Same. I got I got attacked for it. And it's just like these are a million times worse. I no, They're I'm not. Awful. I'm not gonna offer myself up to that. Just, just big block letters, Baltimore. Like, why doesn't it say Charm City? That would be the, so much cooler. Yeah, it sure would. It would be so much cooler. But yeah, these things are hideous. And they're Baltimore's not—they're just nothing. Baltimore's not one of those cities that's just like completely devoid of culture. Like, mm -hmm. they exist. They have major league baseball teams. I'm not gonna name them, but like. Baltimore's got shit mm -hmm. so much. And mm -hmm. you just like, okay, here's like a black uniform with a boring white font. And then like, we'll we'll put like a few like colorful shapes on the inside. And the lining. Away yeah. from you. Like you're hiding it. From. People from Baltimore and people from Maryland are also very proud to be from Maryland or Baltimore. It's very much a city in a state with a lot of civic pride and like people will go to bat for it. It's, I have seen the Maryland state flag more than any other state flag despite Easily. having lived in Maryland. Yeah. Which like not that they would have to do something around that. But they're like you were saying, so many good options. And this is just not even remotely close to one of them. No, it, it would have been much better to just put a crab on it and call it a day. Yeah. Oh, would have loved that. It's yeah. I would have bought that. Like in a vacuum, it's not ugly. It's just boring which is worse than ugly yeah they could have done like what minor league teams do or there'll be a different team for the day and they could have yeah. been like the baltimore crab cakes that would been great let's sure. <laughs> like have yeah. a silly food based name for 10 a out of 10. that would be better than this that'd be that would be stupid but it'd be better than this. it also would have been an excuse to raise the prices of the tickets for one game <laughs> that's a joke about how expensive crab cakes are right now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really bad strong opinions on crab cakes Right it now. was twenty five dollars at the oh WNBA game for a crab cake sandwich the other day. That's, was it that Scram though? Crazy. Was it Scram? Wild. I, I didn't get it. It was twenty five dollars. Speaking of weird uh, cultural foods at ballparks, did I tell you I got the uh, the poutine hot dog at the Rogers Center the last time I was up there? No, no. I don't you, think we talked about this. Why didn't you tell me this sooner? I'm this is so my sorry. beat. 
Uh, this is your beat. <laughs> it was profoundly mediocre, but I was, I was, I very much enjoyed it, that it existed and that I had it. Okay, I don't want to be overly critical, but is that not kind of Toronto stealing Montreal Valor? Like, are, should they really be serving that? I think it all just kind of gets flattened to just being Canada for yeah. them, which I, which I think is a real shame. I think, yeah, I think that is a problem. We need to do something about it. I feel like that would be a problem if. Montreal had a team, but that's what don't. I'm saying. Like the, <laughs> like, the problem is, yeah. we need to get Montreal a team. We need to get Vancouver I, a team. Throw one in fucking Moose Jaw. Let's just get some more <laughs> Canadian teams going. I think that'd be great. I need one in Vancouver so fucking bad. Have you have no idea. I, I think cruelly imitating something that the French do, but worse, is actually a very uh, Toronto thing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Okay, the city connects. They suck. Yeah. Moving boo, on. Yeah, boo. Boo. Wasn't there another one recently? That we didn't talk about, or did we? Yeah, there was. Um, All I know is I am very glad that the Phillies are not doing it this year. Like, it's not been a great year. I dread the Twins doing it. Yeah, (laughs) my execution has been postponed or whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever the phrase (laughs) is. Stayed, stayed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) The only ones I see for that have been announced recently was Mariners like a month ago, and the Reds like two weeks ago. Oh yeah, the, the Reds, Reds one. We did yeah, talk about the Reds, which I think we liked. I we we do like the one, yeah, because it looks like the RoboCop OCP logo, which I think is cool. Very cool. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the Reds, Emma? It's fine. I think it's a good use of the all black, like showing mm-hmm. how it can be done. Um, yeah. it doesn't blow me away, but it's, it's mm-hmm. very solid. It's it's definitely C plus for me. But yeah, I do think the Baltimore one is a new low for all of them i think mm-hmm. it's i didn't like the boston one i don't like people like are really defensive about the boston one i don't like the boston one but i, I think, think the boston worse. one's fine might be just because i really like the blue and yellow ter- uh combination but uh that i don't is know why. i think it's yeah. fine it's not yeah. an objective yeah i hate it because that's the color scheme i wanted the phillies to go with for their city connect mm-hmm. is the pennsylvania it, flag like that too, uh, the philadelphia flag is um, those the basically those exact colors the philly flag okay. it, borrowed its colors from the swedish flag the philadelphia flag should just be the the eagles logo colors just just repaint it i mean genuinely yes that's the only institution within the city with 100 percent of approval rating (laughs) Uh, sorry extremely extremely off topic but i was watching we don't have topics like we need to reiterate again this is all tangents all the way down (laughs) Well, mm-hmm. I was watching one of the mayoral debates a few months ago, and like their their like softball question to like end everything was just like, "Who's going to bring the next championship to Philadelphia?" And like literally all of them were like, "Go Birds!" Eagles, <laughs> it's the Eagles. Like yeah. so, like I think one person said the Phillies, <laughs> and also the Eagles. Yeah. And I was just like, "Okay." I do love when a local politician will just like catastrophically fuck up in some way like that, like a Chicago guy ready for like. Chicago's like alderman or something will say he eats his hot dog with ketchup and the whole internet freaks out. I love when stuff like that happens. I think, yeah, there was like the when George Santos tried to say, let's go Mets, and he said it <laughs> in some super weird like cadence that was very, very awkward. Hey guys, today is opening day. As a good old Mets fan, I know you guys aren't going to be playing until April 6th back home, but in good old fashion, let's go Mets! He's pronounced Mets with two syllables. Yeah. <laughs> It doesn't ever print Staten Island or something. That's that's Yankees country. Come on. Do we want to do want to follow up on a story that we reported on last week? Sure. Oh yeah, I didn't get to. All right, you, uh, bummer. Oh, yeah. bummer. Lauren, bummer time. Lauren, please give give us your full thoughts. 
uh, and Emma, we, the floor is yours. We already talked about it. Well, we can. I can at least start it up. Uh, oh, Dodgers. Yeah. We talked about the Dodgers last week with uh, Michael Bauman because at that time they had pulled the sisters uh, perpetual indulgence from their pride night. And since they've gone back on that now, too, and reinvited the sisters, I think they've kind of figured out that they fucked up. But I don't know. Damage is done. They kind of already told these psychos that this works now. And then we're seeing it with like them sending terroristic threats to Target and stuff now. So like this, I don't know, this, this, all, this all sucks so bad. It is like a real bars on the floor thing, but it mm-hmm. surprised me how much I was surprised to see them actually invite them back and admit yeah. like mm-hmm. we shouldn't have done this, which like I was too. Yeah, like you yeah. said, damage done. But it's also just like I am so used to seeing institutions not be willing to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, or like even if they try to like admit that they were wrong, they just try to, you know, make a donation and say that mm-hmm. they'll be better in the future. Like actually saying, actually, you know, this was wrong and they will be coming and the invite's been re-extended was nice, even though it's yeah mm-hmm. like i think i i think it's like what we talked about last week where they just before they did before they had uninvited the sisters they just didn't think about it okay mm-hmm. let's think about this for two seconds about like what's going to happen if we stop this these people are like we're always going to be the woke dodgers to them it doesn't matter and like that i don't know i've seen that i saw you know stuff today where people now that north face is that's the new one that they're mm-hmm. yelling at and i saw people being like oh they're like doing bud light uh night at dodger stadium with the north face stuff so it's like it doesn't matter if you go back on it or not like you will always be that to them my thoughts on this are all very similar i think i've also been thinking about it a lot from like a very like bloodless weird advertising marketing brand management perspective Mm. And I think a lot of companies really are not reckoning with a lesson that a lot of media companies had to learn in 2014 through, you know, 2015, 2016, that someone yelling at you on Twitter doesn't mean you should fire someone Mm -hmm. firing a reporter because they said something mean about Matt Walsh or whatever. That's it's trolling. You're falling for trolling. Yeah. From social media influencers. I think yeah. if you re if you think about these people for what they are, which is low grade right wing TikTok star equivalents, it puts it all in a much more perspective about how to respond to them, mm-hmm. which is for the most part to ignore them. Tell them yeah. to fuck tell them to fuck off. Yeah. Tell them you know, you, you have no actual power outside of getting people mad at mad at us on on Facebook. Uh we, we, we the the money is not on your side. The dollars are not on your side. The advertising is not on your side. Uh, you, you guys are losing. We don't have to pay attention to you. It really is as simple as that. My reaction to their to their walk back is is fr- from a similar perspective of like I am a marketing professional. I've been in I've been in lots of branding meetings and mm-hmm. Stephen and I was... are spinning off a DEI woke uh, marketing podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was All your insights into brand management. My first reaction to the Dodgers announcing that they were inviting the sisters back was, oh, thank God. And my second reaction was to laugh very hard at the graphic that they used to announce this. Oh, yeah. Because the first, the the graphic that they initially set out when they were like, we're in the interest of unity, we're disinviting these queer people from pride night and it was like very clearly like oh this is their announcement template it's got like a fun little 
a blue textured background to be like just visually interesting enough without being distracting to the text it's it ful it's it fulfills um accessibility standards i'm sure uh and it's got white text over it and then the dodgers script logo on top and i'm like okay yeah that's their that's just their basic announcement template when they announced that they were inviting the sisters back to pride night and apologizing the background was the progress pride flag yeah mm -hmm. and the dodgers script logo was replaced with the la logo with the progress flag colors inside of it and as soon as i saw that i was just like oh that was like a two-hour meeting deciding that. <laughs> like, I, I have been, like, not obviously not one-to-one, -one, but, like, I've been in those meetings, and it's like, oh, yeah, they were talking about that for a while. Like, ooh, how do we how do we grovel respectively to this community? <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, slap a rainbow on it. It's like, okay, but like, what usage does it fulfill our brand guidelines? Ooh, should we should we throw them out just this once just because the it's an extenuated, like, I... Mm. It was very funny to see. I still don't think it's quite enough, though. I think oh. that I, I think Andrew Friedman needs to come up with a drag persona and come out on, on the field for yeah, Pride Night. I think so. What would his drag name be? That is a uh, area of puns and jokes I am fully comfortable leaving to other people. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't I don't have one off the off the top of my head. I'm also yeah not not super into into drag myself, so I don't know. I feel like it's too obvious to do a play on like his name is Friedman. Like it's sure. too obvious to do a man woman play, but then like you're kicking out half of the name, and so you have less to work mm. with. Yeah, you, you can't go with the low hanging fruit. You gotta, you gotta be better than that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We also see. Uh, <laughs> I I only just saw this like today, but apparently the um the mayor of Anaheim invited the sisters to the Angels Pride Night. Well. I don't oh, like at, like before the Dodgers walked it back. So it was just like, we'll do it. And I, I don't know that the angels were consulted in any of this. <laughs> like it was the mayor. Like, we'll get you tickets. I don't know if we can put you on the field. That might be yeah. my jurisdictional, you know, duties as, as I, I don't think Anaheim's like a, like I rule this kingdom as far as the eye can see kind of situation <laughs> for the most part. <laughs> yeah. All you can see is your domain. Yeah. <laughs> This is also a tangent to add of our on our podcast of tangents. Great example of how really cool Catholic organization names can be. Like Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. Incredibly cool. I, I love to indulge. Yeah, no, it's, right. yeah, it's it's like a it sounds like like a demon cult in Warhammer 40k. Like it's it's awesome. <laughs> I love it. Like yeah, yeah, I'm gonna fall asleep to like a two hour lore video of that. <laughs> about this, yeah. No, it's, it seems like a genuinely really cool group. All things yeah. considered, they are. Yeah. They are. Yeah, genuinely are. Catholicism um, really lends itself to those types of things in a way mm. that I don't think any other religion does, or right. any even any other Christian no. denomination well, does. The, the, Catholics have a, understand uh, and appreciate irony, like real, mm. like not the adult convert weirdos, but like people who are born into it appreciate that, that uh, they have a, a bit of an understanding of the camp of it all that I think evangelicals simply do not have. You're seeing that today with all the stuff about like how Target was selling a demonic shirt. Like that is a very Protestant attitude to me is to be literally afraid of demons. Definitely. Rather than definitely. admitting that the devil has some style to him. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I don't think that the Russell Crowe movie, the Pope's Exorcist that came out recently and was fantastic, by the way, because he's great. 
that's not what's going on there with the the pope's exorcist that's just like the pope's exorcist is, is probably just like yeah this is my friend i keep around we had to give him like a title Do we have anything else we want to talk about or just do a couple of these mailbag questions that I got? Mailbag. Let's go. All right. This one is related to our uh, actually this to our not only our talk and celebrations, but kind of related to the question about the coat. This one's from Timbo on Discord and says, do you think the dong bong is returned to the clubhouse kitchen and run through the dishwasher? Or do you think the equipment manager cleans it on his own? And I appreciate you calling it the Dong Bong Timbo. Refuse to call it the Homer Hose. That's a not as good of a name. Honestly, I refuse to allow mention of it pass without saying both names. I am so upset I didn't think to ask this question. And now I feel like a bad reporter. Um, yeah. I mean, like, as we've covered, ball players can be disgusting. I wouldn't be surprised if they haven't really thought of it. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah i would be surprised if it's getting run through an actual dishwasher i would hope an equipment manager is mm-hmm. rinsing it out mm-hmm. occasionally um that they're not just like yeah we're I mean, we're spitting water through it what else do you want <laughs> like it's water it's definitely <laughs> stuff. pure yeah 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 no, it's, it's, you watch things. it's definitely like some dude who's been there for like a season and a half with one of those little 10 cent uh, like restaurant wipes <laughs> that you get before eating ribs. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah, they're probably getting from like the Boone's concession stand at the park. Let's see here. And then we'll just do this one too. Uh, this one's from Nick on our Discord. What's the proper etiquette for transferring your equipment to the Bat Boy after drawing a walk? Because you do see a lot of different Ooh. kind of approaches Ooh. to it. Because, hmm. you know, you'll see guys where they just drop everything on the fucking mm-hmm. ground, you know, and just like let the Bat Boy come pick it up. Uh, or, you know, sometimes they'll hand, hand them stuff at first base or something. But where are we at here? It also, like, depends on the context of the game. Because, like, sure. uh, after, like, a frustrating at bat or something or, or you know, you you draw a really exciting walk. You're just, like, throwing your shit all over the place or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think I have a take on this and that it's that the professional thing to do is to treat the bat boy like they're doing, I'm doing my job. You're doing your job. I'm just going to put them on the ground and take my base and let you, you, you know, you know, if you're handing it off to them, there's kind of the opportunity for like an awkwardness to it. Like mm, yeah. your hands are going to the same place. Do you like, how do you, do you hand them the tip? Do you hand them the, the, the grip? Yeah. It's kind of like when someone waits, like, you're a little too far ahead of me to hold the door for me. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, I should just, I'm just going to drop my shit here and go. And now, yeah. yeah that is, yeah. I think, the the professional, polite thing to do. That's a really I good, agree. yeah, take that broadened my perspective. Because I think I was going to say, just hand it off, but you, you changed my mind. You should just mm-hmm. drop it there and let, let the bat boy work on his own time. Yeah, it might not be the most intuitive thing, but it is the correct thing. What is your case for what is it? What is your case for for handing it off? Because I do think they're, they're like the first read thing. This is my first thought too. Is like you know you 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 do treat them as like a peer. They're probably a friend. Players are often friends with 
uh, are friendly with the clubbies uh, and, and no, you know, no first name basis, uh, all, all that. So there is like a, you know, coworker relationship there. It, it's not like, they're not like someone you're like, you're just like, you're not going to make eye contact with coming to the building because you don't know the receptionist name. It's not quite that thing. Yeah. I think it was the sort of thing of like, in the interest of treating you as equals, I should hand it to you rather than be like, come pick up my shit. Um, but I, I, I've been persuaded. Thinking of it, <laughs> thinking of it as both of you have jobs to do is very key here because yeah, if I were like, I'm trying, I'm putting myself in the position of Batboy and I was like, oh yeah, I have to go get that guy's shit. Mm -hmm. I want to go get that guy's shit. And like, as fast as possible, as efficiently as possible. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't want to like stand there like while he's like slowly taking it off and just like, all right. Because he's got other stuff to do. Mm -hmm. But he's now under pitch clock pressure with the timer between batters. The oh god, the gotta yeah, they gotta work mm -hmm. faster too. I hadn't even thought of, there was a great. I think it was the Red Sox uploaded like a great like day in the life of of a clubby video, and it was fascinating to like see all the different things they were doing during a game. I'd never considered that the pitch clock is probably making their lives hell. Oh yeah, no, it, it is. There was I, there was some like reports early on about how like. Some of the you know the 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 bat children that were <laughs> the bat children were um, Dick Grayson, yes, uh, the yeah. red, Barbara Gordon, red, red um, helmet guy, yeah, yeah. yeah, Tim Drake, Tim Drake, he's one of them. But there were problems with some of them not being fast enough, bringing like balls out to the umpires and stuff like that. And they're like, "Come on, it's like it's it's uh, messing up the pitch timer here." Yeah, I know. I felt bad that they specifically called out the Giants who have a tradition of yeah. hiring retirees as oh well. yeah they're, they're they're bad elders they're not bad children and they're like they're old people and, and you know sometimes kids are fat let them be fat it's okay <laughs> this also actually might change my whole perspective on the pitch clock because it never even occurred to you just now this probably means the end of the bat dog probably oh god unless oh. you and that or we're gonna get the most professional bat dogs that German shepherds ever. only <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like they're like Laddie from The Simpsons that Bart orders out of the catalog. I mean, okay, that's two Simpsons things in this. I gotta stop. I gotta stop. No more. No more. No, they're just Laddie. gonna have to bring in like like the guys who are way too into their German shepherds with like the clickers to like train mm -hmm. them, and it's gonna be really creepy and weird. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's sad. I don't want to put that kind of pressure on on ball dogs. I have some of those clickers. I thought I was gonna try to teach my cats how to like get in the carrier and stuff. No, no, no doesn't work. <laughs> doesn't work. You're a fool. Yeah. You're naked. <laughs> oh, I saw some like woman on YouTube doing it. It's like, yeah, she is like, she is mind melded with these cats. <laughs> like I, yeah, these are my first cats of her own. It's not going to happen. Okay. Do we have any other thoughts here before we wrap this up? Rip, rip bat dogs. If, we, rip if bat, bat dogs, dogs are gone forever, that's huge. That's devastating. Yeah, I guess they'll, they'll, they won't be in like, you know, proper minor league games. It's just going to be in like independent leagues and stuff. I guess that's just another reason that we need to start an alternate baseball economy. Mm -hmm. I will say they have, there are alternate job pathways. The dog that works as the bat dog for the Durham Bulls retrieves the tee for NC State football oh. um, after a kickoff. Oh. Yeah. Aww. So we can start channeling them into football if That's we need good. to, you know, awesome. get a jobs program we, for the dogs. We wouldn't want them to become like lazy and shiftless on welfare. That would be. <laughs> <laughs> No dog should have a job, but like this is kind of different. Like, this, this is the is only like a, dog with a full job. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They're, They're not the rest like are all cops. like drug sniffing or in, yeah. in the army or the air force or something. It's service dogs. They're cool. Well, that's different. Yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. They're, they're not really employed. That's like a volunteer thing. Kind of yeah, the kindness <laughs> of their hearts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're not getting a W2. 
Doggy W2. Yeah, Doggy W2. Uh, it's the W stands for woof. Woof. <laughs> Emma Bachelieri, thank you so much for being here. This was super fun. Thank you. This was great. Always good to have you on. Got anything coming up you want to promote? Not especially, just Emma Bachelieri on Twitter, mm-hmm. si.com, same as always. Yeah. Hell yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And, you know, at, as as a thir- three time guest, uh, we do formally award you a, the the T word pass. Yeah, you got it. Oh wow! If you want wow. it, go for it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. I think I'm gonna keep that in my back pocket for now. Yeah. But uh, thank you for thank you for save it, it for a rainy day. Yeah, you. <laughs> yeah, we have your address. You didn't give it to us, but we have your address. You will be receiving a laminated <laughs> card in the mail. Wait, wait. That means that David Roth has like three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's got F word, T word. We're thinking up a new yeah. slur for, for queer people. But he, he, yeah. David Roth called me a brick and it was fine. It's, it's loud. <laughs> All right. Well, everyone, another announcement here before we go. Um, it looks like I'm uh, I'm ending our poll right now for the watch along that's going to be coming out when you're listening to this tonight friday uh may 26th we're watching we're gonna be watching rangers orioles at 705 p.m eastern on our discord so if you go to patreon.com slash batting around you can uh sign up for there connect you'll connect your discord to you automatically if your discord's connected uh and give you the access to the members only section on there where me steven and lauren are going to be hanging out watching rangers orioles so thank you for making the correct choice and not yeah. forcing me to watch a phillies braves game that was We're... democracy you like thank you're you're lucky i did not uh suspend democracy and just make the decision to do phillies <laughs> braves because i was thinking about it but um yeah phillies braves tomorrow 705 no or tonight 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 <laughs> 705 tonight 705 p.m friday night friday night 705 p.m uh <laughs> rangers orioles okay well thank you for listening everybody bye Hell yeah. It's a real shame we can't call the episode David Roth called me a brick. This calls for a victory tune. Now a woman who kiss on a very first date is usually a hussy. And a woman who kiss on a second time out is anything but fussy. But a woman who'll wait till a third time around, head in the clouds, feet on the ground. She's the girl he's glad he's found. She's his shipoopy, 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 shipoopy. The girl who's hard to get. Shipoopy, shipoopy, shipoopy. But you can win her yet. Walk her once just to raise the curtain. Walk around twice and you make for certain. Once more in the flower garden, she will never get sore if you beg a pardon. The ringing bustle of singles, we got so far we ring up. Squeeze her once when she isn't looking. Get a squeeze back, that's fancy cooking. Once more for a pepper up, but she will never get sore and a way to supper. The ringing bustle of singles, Look at her now, she's a go-gal who only goes for me Squeeze her once when she isn't looking Get a squeeze back, that's fancy cooking Once more for a pepper up, but she will never get sore on the way to supper Don't make me muscle, I see, do see, do Ship-boopy, ship-boopy, ship-boopy The girl who's hard to